One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Match Ball. Hello, welcome to The Match Ball, streamed live for our TSB Plus members. Dan with you, along with Michael Normanson and uh, Rob Conlon this evening after a draw against Everton. How did you enjoy Frank's Tory ball then? I felt like my head's going to burst. <laughs> I've, uh, I've just checked my phone and it's telling me I've just experienced two hours of extremely high stress. <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's a coincidence that I've just been watching Diego Lorente for that amount of time. But mm. uh, it's nice to feel something, isn't it? I think it was, uh, it was sort of fun in kind of a terrifying, fraught, stressful way. Yeah. I'm, 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 my glasses are steaming up in the middle. In fact, I've I'm, I'm got so much heat in my head. Well, I, I didn't find that particularly Did stressful. You know? No, it was, it, was, it was horrible and frantic. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was a bit chaotic. I can't see. It was, it was a bit... Can you see anything now? <laughs> no. But at least I can... At least I can hold my face. Oh, did I say the Levi Solicitors bit? If not... You didn't. All oh, right, yeah. 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. We've got to pay the bills and all that. Get a new office soon. That's exciting. Um, yeah, it was um, It was a strange old game, wasn't it, in parts? I, they were shite, really, really shite early doors. And then they just went in front and that didn't seem fair. They were basically a crap old game, but had all the best chances pretty much, as I remember it. We had the, all the possession, all the pressure... And then they, every time they broke, they looked like scoring. It was like being back in the championship under Bielsa, where mm. teams just, the opposition just came, didn't really try to attack or play any football. They were happy to just sit in their own half, didn't really know what to do with it. Time waste, win free kicks, just take the piss in general. Mm. Pretty horrible to watch. But yeah, we, our defence just seemed to disappear and give them a goal head start, which wasn't helpful. But thank God for that goal. Yeah. I've not seen it back yet, but you're in, Sam. Pretty certain it was all yeah. hit on him. Did he get, he got, did he get pulled across? I can't, I can't remember. He sort of missed the he interception like and he, he was kind of the last man. And yeah, Gordon just streaks through. Fucking oh, God. Jesus <laughs> Not a fan of him. He's a good player, isn't he? He's a very talented he's, footballer. Yeah, he is. Although, for some he's, reason... He's very, got a very scouse face. He's Yeah, he's, well, he, he's trying to be all fashionable now, isn't he? He's like Calvert-Lewin's mate, trying to be all like, um, you know, getting the fashion mag. But unfortunately, Calvert-Lewin is a really handsome man. Gordon is like a dreadful little scouse goblin <laughs> and I don't see anyone's going to want to look anything like him no mm. matter how no matter how um, much he does his hair like a middle aged woman <laughs> fair point then in the end yeah I think so I think we should probably have won but we didn't really have many chances did we Joffy had a couple mm. couple of good ones Jack Harrison at the start of the second half where he didn't catch it cleanly did he he just um, rolled it yeah Hey, but hey, listen, we've got the uh, we've got the fabled eight points from the first five games, which means statistically, statistically only, 96% chance of staying up. If I find out you've lied to me about this. It was Opta. This is Opta. <laughs> That's all. 
Yeah, it is a good start. Although looking at Chelsea's result, they're shit, aren't they? Yeah, it does. Got to be beating them. It does seem it does seem all all um, bunched up, doesn't it? Yeah, it was it was a strange old game. I tweeted at half time from the Square Ball account, just sort of saying that Everton were camped on the edge of their own area in two banks of four, maybe even a four and a five, all in the middle, all narrow, mm-hmm. so denying us the space that we like to p- try and play in. Um, so we were constantly forced wide. Then as soon as it went out to Jackie Harrison, they were doubling up on him because some people are getting frustrated with him, but you do wonder how much you can expect him to do when he's being doubled up on nonstop. I thought Harrison did pretty well today, given the, the difficult position he was always in. Like you say, he was constantly in a corner with no one to cross to, because particularly Rodrigo going off, you then had Gellhart as the man in the middle between... Cody and Tarkowski, who were both about a foot taller than him. I mean, Harrison can't really cross it into them. He's got Strauch supporting from behind, who I thought did actually pretty well, but isn't a wide player. They just didn't have any options, so he was constantly trying to keep hold of it and create an opening. There was, I didn't think there was much there for him. Let's, uh, let's just not talk about Jack Harrison's corner. All of them. All of them. Just All of them. Come back, come the back um, Johnny Vio. Bring, uh, Daniel in the comments on YouTube, bring back Johnny Vio. Did the you see is, him in his Spurs outfit the other day? No. He was I a, wouldn't even, I wouldn't, he, could, he could be sat in here, <laughs> I don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah. He was in the Spurs like training clubber, mm. looking all swarthy and I, the thing is, I don't think it needs a, a set, you can have me coaching it if you want. Just kick the ball a bit higher. Yeah. Just the, make sure it goes higher than the man who stood it right at the near post. With a view to... It going to someone in the box. Yeah. Or at least not just being cleared straight out without a challenge. Yeah, the first man that was... Uh, <sighs> a little... It's a Leeds United tradition, though. It is. It's been going on for many, many years, hasn't it, actually? Mm. What, um, back to Strachan's days. Yes. And he was very good also. He also did arm signals, didn't he? Yeah. Head it out of the near post. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one? Head it out of the near post. <laughs> hit, hit the first man. They were good for a time under Strachan, weren't they? But, um, yeah. 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 Strange, strange game. Strange game. Um... Yeah, I can't decide if we decided to if we deserve sorry to win that or not. Maybe a draw was fair. I don't know because they they didn't seem like they were being particularly ambitious with the way that they were set up. You know, with that the low block, I think the cool kids call it. Mm. Um, but we just couldn't get through it. It took us a long time to sort of unpick that particular problem. The uh, the first half in particular felt really turgid. Like mm. just we didn't really seem to know what to do with the ball with them just sitting back. It was all quite slow. But I thought the second half we were better. I just think we. It was just quicker, wasn't it? Rather than attacking players, taking touches and touches and just being crowded out of the game. I think it was play into the striker, him bounce it off to one of our attacking players and then just run forward, which helped a lot. It just all felt a lot quicker. Mm. Yeah, we did. With second half, we seemed to move it quicker. You're right, I think that's a shrewd observation. I think we looked better as well, weirdly. The more, sometimes the more basic the play was, like just cause, because they weren't didn't have any ambition, when we just leathered it forward... And they headed it clear. It as often as not went to one of our players. Yeah, and it was that second it, ball, which it is was, what, kind of what penis balls about. It, isn't it, at yeah, times? yeah, but it looked it was really, really basic the way it was working today. I felt Everton were just playing into our hands to a degree with it. So, but we didn't do it probably enough. Mm. I don't think. But there, there were stretches in that first half when the crowd. I mean, obviously they were setting out to frustrate us, weren't they? Mm. You could tell they were and break the game up from and Pickford and his antics. You know, all game. Why was the ref just spending the whole time just pointing at his yeah, just pointing at his watch as if he was powerless to do anything else? It's like you are allowed to book him, you know, if he's taking too long. Just going, yep, yeah, I'm adding all this on. It's like, yep, yeah, very well, add it on. But also, if you want to stop him doing it, what you can do is just book him. But and then he barely added anything on as well. No, four minutes in the first half. Bearing in mind there was an injury to Rodrigo, and I think a couple of Everton players went down. Mm. And three minutes at the end of the yeah. second half was unbelievable. Which, and he didn't even play all of them. I think he blew because <laughs> I, I was like. Set me watch going because I, I like to keep track of how long's left. <laughs> we, we'd be there tapping your phone. Oh, yeah, right. yeah d- didn't even play all the three minutes. I don't think. I don't think he even played all four of them in the first half either. What a prick! Who was that prick? Uh, we'll find out. 
We'll find, we've got more propaganda to come actually, haven't we, this week? Because we yeah. did the, um, who did we play last? Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, we've got Brighton propaganda um, yeah. that came out today. Um, just some update on what happened actually with the goal that we conceded. Um, Daniel in the comments on YouTube suggesting that Frank's bald spot uh, blinded Urente and that's how Gordon got him. Yeah, that does seem, that does seem possible. Yeah, I knew, which is fair. Uh, I think he got off quite lightly, the Lampard tonight. I think probably because they went ahead early-ish mm. and we were chasing the game. So there's a bit of relief attached to us you know, getting level and then trying to get in front as well. We were all kind of preoccupied with the actual game. It was too tense to really get into him, wasn't it? Yeah, and if we got, I think if we'd got in front, there might have been a lot more um, Mm. digging out of Lampard, which would have been fun, but you know, we'll have to just wait, won't we? Yeah, Uh, well, we might, I'm not sure we'll get another chance, (laughs) to be honest, because I think this, uh, judging by the way his team plays, I think they they look shit. I thought I was really, really, well, not disappointed, pleased with how bad they were. They, I just thought they were terrible. Yeah. They, they had no. They didn't seem to have any plan at all mm. of attack. They, they have an out ball to Gordon, who they're about to sell, and that seems to basically be their plan. I've seen a couple of Everton fan tweets actually that have been retweeted by Leeds fans suggesting they thought they were the better side. Nah, it was. It was. It was. Nothing that theirs was quite. So their, their their strategy was quite basic, wasn't it? Which was to just defend deep and. I'm just having, on um, sofa score, which shows the attacking momentum thing. It's Dar- just, uh, Darren England, I think. I'm, uh, it's it's basically just all us. Right. Is, is the is that. And, and they did have good chances, though. You can't take that away from them. They did have chances. But then again, we, 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 they were trying to invite it on, weren't they, in the sense that they were sat deep, inviting us on, inviting us on, and then trying to hit us on the break. So they're going to have good chances if we're pushed that high up. Like you saw um, Christensen pushing up, didn't you? Mm-hmm. A lot more in this one. Yeah, he had a weird game did Christensen, because first half, I thought it was terrible. Mm. And then early in the second half, he won a kind of a big challenge with Gordon, and then they had that little head-to-head thing. I'm not, yeah. really, I'm not entirely sure what happened there. There was resting heads against one another. Yeah, they were both. I think they were both desperate for the other to do yeah. something so they could get them sent off. Yeah, but in the end, neither of them did anything. They just yeah. stood there it looking would, at, looking at each other. It would have been funny if they had just like rested all their weight on each other, so neither of them could move, and they were stuck there until someone came and lifted them away. Being that close to Gordon's face can't have been nice for him. <laughs> no, so yeah, it definitely made him better though, didn't it? That it sort of mm. fired him up a little bit because yeah, first half I was just thinking, has he done anything good like mm. in these first four games or whatever it is, other than like the the last ditch tackle against Wolves he's like come on we need a moment from him and that just seemed to help him and he, he was a bit more aggressive after that which was good that's what we need more of he's come with this reputation as this barnstorming mm. swashbuckling fullback so yeah do some of it then. I think yeah. he, need, he needs a bit of confidence because I feel like in the main what we've seen from him is he, he basically has the pass where he passes it straight back to where it came from or he just knocks it down the line and we need something a bit more from him, I think. You know, because, he's sort of defaulting back the, to Red Bull defaults, isn't he? That sometimes he'll hit the penalty spot, sometimes he'll go down the line. It doesn't even seem to hit the penalty spot. It seems to always just be a safe ball straight back to a centre-back or to Melier or a knock, knocking it down the line for someone. Mm. But, but he was better. He was much better second half. But penis ball is sort of predicated on taking risks, isn't it? But at, at certain times, like not like when we were playing Bielsa ball, it was all, you know, all out of attack all the time, mm. wasn't it? Which exposes you to a lot of risk. But it's, I think it's a bit more measured, is this, isn't it? So, but he, he, I think he's tended to fall on the slightly um, conservative side of the line. You know, just he, he doesn't mm. want to take too many risks right now because I don't think he wants to get caught out. He's still adjusting to the level. Well, I think as we're saying that, you know, a new left back or an actual left back would really improve us going forward and make us a lot more threatening. But Strauch's offering as much on the left as Christensen is on the right. So it would make a big difference, I think. So, cause, so buy a left back and a right back? It's <laughs> waiting for Alien and Dallas and all of them to come back. But, um, yeah, because uh, this formation and these tactics were all set up on the fullbacks giving us width and bombing on mm-hmm. and providing a threat, but we're not getting that yet, are we? The Which threat is we need. The threat from them bombing on seems to be <laughs> a, a diagonal ball through to their attacker, which means that's how Brighton scored. Melia made a really good save today when all of a sudden their right back was just in the box mm. with a free shot, a goal. There was the, 
think that was the offside goal from a similar ball as well. I can't, it just feels like it's constantly where teams are going to score against us. Just mm. hit, hit a diagonal into it, the corner of the box and there'll likely be a big old space there. What did you make of Sinistera's performance then tonight as well? Um, obviously a debut, full debut goal. He was great. I thought he... Full Premier League debut goal before anybody picks me up on it. You know what I mean? His <laughs> first start in the Premier League. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was really good. Play him instead of James all the time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said on the, the podcast we recorded this morning, it feels a bit like when Rafinha came in for Costa and he was being introduced gradually and straight you saw a glimpse of him and you were like, just play him. There were still moments so when, much better. There were still moments I thought when he tried to overcook it and you, you saw it a little bit in the Barnsley game, but then he's just he's clearly just got goals in his locker, hasn't he? Mm. That kind of direct running. Where all he did, he just seemed to just do what you would suggest with your coaching, Michael, which was to pick it up, run mm. forward with it, and then hit it into the net. My, my, my notes that I make on my phone are 13, Sinistera is good. Is what, I've read. <laughs> what, what did he do on 13 minutes? I don't know, something good, clearly. <laughs> yeah. I think he just picked it up and turned and was just direct with it, which mm. I think is... The thing is, as well, when it, it, as part of penis ball, you need a bit of that, and Aronson is there to do it, and if Sinistera can do it as well, it'll be, um, it'll be a, a double attack of penises that's the it, it, it never felt like we were going to play through them today so we needed something like that like mm. I was saying at half time it's going to take a set piece or a mistake or just a wonder goal to get us a goal here because we never looked like playing through them so it was beautiful when that just nestled in the net because mm. god we needed it yeah it did didn't it there was a huge sense of relief mm. attached to that it was, really, could... it was really good atmosphere actually I thought well, in the sense that it was quite tetchy yeah like nervy and aggressive and angry but good Mm. I'll reflect well on that. <laughs> I hate it. There were so many games that Ellen wrote over the years where you've just gone and you've been like, oh, okay, whatever. You sort of leave without any, without the blood pumping sort of thing. Whereas as it is, it's about 40 minutes since the game ended. I still feel like my head's on fire. So. <laughs> my dad said this to me. It's like, incredibly hot. My dad said this to me. He said, why are my ears always burning in Ellen Road? Like, I, don't, I don't know why it is. There was, there was a moment when he, he kept, like he was wearing a cap to like, put his cap over his face because I don't think he could take it. Did he stay to the end? Uh, I think he left. Uh, he, he walked downstairs at about eighty-three minutes. But my cousin's over Not from bad. my cousin's over from Australia, so he was just meeting him downstairs. Yeah, um, so they watched the uh, the remainder of the game. I think yeah. uh, downstairs. But it's funny because um, <laughs> just as Sinisteris, I mean, I'm like sixty seconds before that, he's saying, "I think Sinisteris fading a bit. He probably needs to go off for Dan James." <laughs> and then he picked the ball up and just popped it into the net, which was quite fun. Yeah, James didn't didn't really do anything, did he? When he came on, oh, there, was, there was a moment at the end where he got the ball on at, at the right way on the right wing, sort of towards the penalty area mm. and he just stopped and you sort of thought he doesn't know what to do here does he like it wasn't a looking for a pass or a cross or it wasn't a right let's go on and beat this man it was just a stop and it was like uh, alright now I'll try and beat him but it was just too late and ah bless him yeah it's frustrating what did you make of the midfield tonight um, I think it was quite a challenge I think it was nice to see Rocker did he play down till the end he did didn't he, he? did yeah so Rocker and Adams the pair of them. Adams was great but I think he was great. It took a, I think it felt like it took him a little bit of time just to get to grips with what was happening and where they needed to be. And in the second half, they improved. No, I thought Adams was pretty good mm. throughout. He was a bit unlucky as well to get booked for. He, he, was it for stopping them taking a free kick? Uh, that he got booked. Yeah, for. it's not got kicks onto him, didn't it? Yeah. But like they, Everton did that mm-hmm. every on every free kick and never got punished for it for yeah. some reason. Like Gordon, with three times in the first ten minutes, basically took the ball off people or stood in front of it or rolled it back to people. And it's like the ref just allowed him to do that, and then the first time we did it. Mm. It seemed a tad unfair. It feels like they've divvied up the responsibilities in midfield, doesn't it? Where uh, Rocker picks up the ball, he looks forward. <laughs> Adams picks up the ball, he looks backwards. Mm. He just wins so many scrappy little challenges, though. Does Adams? I think he's um, he looks brilliant. There were, so uh, there were a few. There were two big tackles by Rocker in the second half as well, which were very good. I thought he grew into the game. 
I was a little bit frustrated in, by the midfield in the first half. But again, I think that was looking at Everton just sitting back and putting all the men behind the ball. Mm-hmm. It is then difficult to pass forward. Um, but I thought second half again when it sped up and Rocker was sort of steamed into a couple of tackles, which led to chances. And there was that great chance for Joffe, wasn't there? Which I think it started by Rocker steaming into a tackle and playing it through and it, mm. it didn't quite fall for him and then it did and I was one-on-one. He probably should have done better, really. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was going in, I have to say. Because mm. it was just, he must have cut across it with his left and it just went, went wide and... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A question actually about the atmosphere. TJ in the comments is saying, people in the ground, was the atmosphere as nervy as it seemed in the final 20 minutes? I got the impression that they muted some of the crowd uh, mics in the first half due to the Chelsea chants um, and never turned them on again. It was, yeah, it, it was it was kind of fizzing, wasn't it? Mm. There was that energy in there, but it was, it was kind of, it was nervous energy. It wasn't like excited. Like there was something really visceral about like the Chelsea game where we were all kind of riding it felt like we were riding the crest of a wave mm. this one because it was so finely balanced it was it was more nervous wasn't it it felt weirdly like the end of last season I thought in that yeah in in that way that we were I don't know it felt like it really we really needed to get something from it which I know given the league position we, we sort of didn't it reminded me of the uh, Newcastle game at home last season where mm. they were absolutely crap but then we gave them a goal and then it was awful but I suppose because they scored early, it gave us a bit more of a chance to get back into it. But yeah, early on, I had a big worry about that Newcastle game because just seeing how crap they were, I mm. thought, something's going to go wrong here. <laughs> it's Leeds United, this isn't going to go to plan. Yeah. And, and they, yeah, they were setting out to defend us. As soon as they went in front, they just sat back then, didn't they? Mm. Well, sat further back. So I, don't think, I don't think we'd even had a shot before they scored either. And it, it wasn't like it was a really early goal, but just... We had all the ball, but nothing was really happening. It was just mm. all very... That's why I felt like it was unfair, though. We were just building towards something, whatever that yeah. might have been. And then, hang on a second. Yeah, you've done something good. That's not fair. Don't like that. Uh, I guess we can't um, close this show out without talking about Rodrigo and the injury and the programme notes. Mm. They've aged well, haven't they? It was just, it's just the most inevitable thing. Uh, dislocated shoulder confirmed by Jesse Marsh, as people will know now. Popped it back in. Seems to be okay. Get a scan and they'll have a look. Right. So... Uh, He's going to be injured. We're down to one. Does that mean we're down to one established international or whatever they were described as? <laughs> and I mean, seasoned international, Patrick Bamford. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, he looks he looks a way off the pace, doesn't he? Right now, Bamford. Like, yeah, he, I thought he was all right, but yeah, I think I think they need to really like lower expectations with him and just chill out a little bit because it's all based on our oh, England number nine is coming back. Mm. But we've like 
how many times has he come back now? Like, we just need to chill out with him. Yeah. Mm. But can we afford to now because we don't have another attacker or, you know, we've that's been talked down in the in the programme now. So what, did, what, what did you make of the programme now? Matteo Joseph is a very good young player when we yeah. don't want to block his path. The pathway. The pathway. The pathway. The, pathway, the, the Perkins pathway, as mm. we're calling it now. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, the programme is just stupid. Yeah. Why? Just shut up. Don't say it. Yeah. Yeah. You can say nothing and it's better than that. You just, or, or, or you just you just say if if an opportunity comes up, we're obviously always ready to take it. But you know we need to just you know manage mm. our finances carefully. Just it's, the, it. it's the smugness in it. It's, it's, it's the, the, the condescending tone. Is that that's what gets people's mm. backs up and rightly so? Because you can say yeah, if you if you even say it as we only want to sign good players. But the thing is, it feels like they've been spinning this for ages as well, and they used to blame Bielsa for it and say oh he's got very exacting standards of what he wants, and we're always offering him players, but he never wants them. And now now they're sort of saying ah, there's no one. There aren't any footballers. We, we, we can't find any footballers. We checked and there are none. And then the way it's becoming, well, you know, you've got to factor in wages as well, what we're spending mm. and things like that. I think, oh, Christ. Well, well, let me just say this on this. Um, direct question, direct answer. Uh, Marsh asked whether Rodrigo's injury changes transfer plans. This is the tweet of Phil Hay. Not so much, but that's been a goal of ours since the start of the summer. Again, we've been active and we're trying everything we can. Asked if he'll be disappointed if Leeds don't sign one. I like our team. So... <laughs> That's a that's a politician's answer. And then finally, on Huang, uh, I know him very well. I like him. He knows our football. He's on our list. I can tell you that. Mm, okay. That's like, a, well, it's all fine and well, though, if you set out to Aldi with your shopping it's, list, but you don't come on with anything. I'd get told off for that, would you? Uh, yeah. And also, the not answering the question of, do you want another striker, basically, with, I like our team, is a bit like, you know, do you fancy her? I like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... What do you think of her? Well, look, I like you, and let's just leave it at that, shall we? <laughs> uh, would you like to uh, have another attacker come in, given that yes. one of ours is just injured, and we were saying before the injury, we needed another in case there's an injury. There's an injury now. There's always going to be an injury. Yeah. Rodrigo, Gelhart and Bamford are basically always injured. I totted, I did, I totted it up earlier. Like We got the equivalent of 40 games worth of minutes out of the three of them last season. Yeah. Um, so the equivalent of 13 each. So basically a third of a season. How many did they, international games did they both play, given they are international number nines? Uh, I think... Was it, it zero? I was adding that up <laughs> and it, the number was so big, it went off yeah. the calculator. It just came up with error. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I ended up typing when, when boobies. Was, when was Bamford's England debut? Uh, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And when did and when did Rodrigo last play for Spain? <sighs> and I mean, the long and short of it is that um, Marsh has contradicted Canary um, Ken there, hasn't he? Yeah, long and short of it is he, he wants an attacker quite clearly well the, the, the club have contradicted themselves because they said they wanted one they tried to sign one mm. they put in a, a club record bid for one and then went he was the only striker yeah and we also know that Marsh you know so there's not a lot of money so you know add the you know put the pieces together add it up mm. we're not stupid stop treating us like we're stupid that's the thing isn't it just Imagine, tell it was just, in the Bates years well yeah yeah it did there's not a consistent messaging uh, message emerging from the club mm. I can't wait for this window to be shut no. yeah except when we're on the other side of it because they started off really really well and once again they've made a complete fudge of the end of it mm. because it because the parameters have shifted a little bit because people are saying you need another attacker and now that has you know the need for that has been heightened even more hasn't it and pretending that almost pretending that we never needed one in the first place now yeah is what which, I, is, I, which is bullshit I don't like yeah, yeah and, and prove I mean maybe Rodrigo is is it, is it bad to hope that he's out for a bit so it, it pushes us to sign someone a bit more? <laughs> it focuses some minds. Yeah, if someone yeah. says, oh yeah, it's, he can't really play for another six weeks or whatever. Because if he can't, if he, I mean, how long, 
it depending on the way it dislocates, you can be out for like six weeks, can't you? With the with Phillips the, was out for something like that, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, first Premier League season. And if Rodrigo's out for six weeks, it's practically the bloody World Cup. I was, yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I was saying to a mate as we were leaving the ground, I'm just waiting for the window to close before they then confirm the extent of Rodrigo's injury. It's like, oh, actually, his arm has fallen off. Yeah, but you know, he's got another one, and we hope yeah. that uh, after the World Cup, that that arm will be sufficient to see us through. Is his body warm? Um, yep. Good. As long as he's got a warm, bo- a warm body, that's what. I oh, know we don't want warm bodies, do we? That's what. Um, that's what. Do you know said. what? Some some warm bodies will be good. We moaned about this um, too probably much. too much, but yeah. it just is, it's annoying and stupid, and we didn't need to be talking about it. Yeah, but, but the, but but the bloody program notes once again. Stop it! You, t- you had to get when you spoke to him about this, didn't you? Tell him off for his program notes and no, say I spoke to him. About it was ill advised. Don't yeah. do it. And yeah. there and then there he is well, again. But it's, I don't know. I wonder if these ones are going to make the official website or not. Or is he just going to mm. leave them in print? Yeah, it was funny because he did mention in that interview, didn't he, about that having a um, a tiny audience. You know, the mm. Crystal Palace was it when that particular? Yeah, but they were the only ones that got published on the website. Weirdly, mm. that. So it's just funny how that happened, isn't it? And also and it, the program notes of a tiny, tiny audience is is wrong because if anything interesting is in them, they get put all over Twitter and seen mm. by about a million people. So um, anyway, Bamford's got a serious chance of being ready to start. So a serious <laughs> injury for that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a serious, serious chance of his leg being chopped off. Right. No, uh, of being ready to start against Brentford, says Marsh. That doesn't mean that he's match fit, does it? Hang on, is this a year ago? have I fallen down some bloody wormhole at the back is is this when he comes on and scores and then celebrates Mm. and rips his hamstrings or something (laughs) can you rip your hamstrings and just is it a full a full Full shred just (laughs) took took some some bone with him last time Um, he's had his say as well on the approach of uh, of Everton um, as Jesse Marsh played the game to slow things down it can be an intelligent tactic, but I thought the referee could have handled it better. He could have handled it better. I'm pleased with our team. It wasn't easy when we went a goal down. I saw a team who was smart. Hmm. Okay, did you not see Diego Juventus? <laughs> <laughs> and his performance art. Oh God, he doesn't make it easy, does he? Just, he's the most stressful footballer I've ever seen. <laughs> Even when he does the right thing. It's mm. just, your heart is in your mouth. Yeah, it's the, terrifying. The pass is always just slightly under hit. Oh, or it, it's just all executed at a pace that you think, your brain's going... Turn Diego, turn, and he'll just turn round at Diego's own pace and mm. just lay the ball off that's slightly too short or bobbling. There was there was a moment towards <laughs> the end of the game where I noticed a few Leeds players turned round and looked at him like, come on, mate, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like Robin Cock, fair play to the guy. For, mm. I don't know how he stays calm for 90 minutes playing next to him. It must be exhausting. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think Cooper's got a reasonable chance of getting back <laughs> in when um, when he's fit. And and yeah, he spent a lot of the time just being a really good, competent defender as well. He just got he did get pulled out of position for the goal, I think. Um that's the thing he, he often he does the right thing, but it's just terrifying. It's stressful, isn't yeah. it? Mm. Have you seen um have, what's the film called? Uh is it something Gems, the Adam Sandler film that's on Netflix? No. It's it's Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, that's the I've one. Seen yeah. it, I've not watched it's, it. it's the most stressful film I've ever seen. Like <laughs> they're all talking over each other, there's chaos, you never know what's going on. He's he's the embodiment of that. Is um, is Urente. Who would you pick as man of the match out of that? I don't know. It was so scrappy. Mm. It was, feels like it was that frantic. I can't even think of who played well. And who I, thought, I thought Adams was pretty good. Sinistera obviously got the goal and had some other nice. The exciting bits of the game and bits of quality were probably were probably Sinistera's. Mm. There were a couple of times where he just completely turned people inside out and made them look stupid. That one in the was it in the first half? Was it where he? Um... He span over towards the tunnel. Must have been maybe second half, I can't mm. think. Oh no, first half because we were attacking the south stand, weren't we? Yeah. 
Um, so um, he spanned somebody and it just got the crowd going. Yeah. Can't remember where it was, but it was good. There was a man behind me moaning at, at that exact moment about Sinistere is not bloody duo. And he did this really nice turn and nearly crowd, played Aaron Sin and everyone's going mad and he's still in. Where is he? What's he done? Uh, this is why you should just internalise these thoughts and never... Uh, everyone's saying Adams um, in the comments. I say everyone, loads of people. Yeah, I thought, I thought Adams was very good. Did he Did he get man of the match? Did he on Sky, wasn't it? Or BT? Or BT something? Sport, it was. I'm not, I think he got interviewed at the end, didn't he? So um, yeah. the cameras were on him on the pitch at the end. I thought it was good. Melier had a bit of a weird day. You think? Yeah, his kicking was bad. Right. He's made a really good save, but I feel like he misplaced quite a few kicks. We we were giving it to him on his right foot a couple mm. of, on a couple of occasions, and he... Ended up kicking it to them, and then we were all out of shape, and it was a bit stressful. Mm. The actual goalkeeping stuff he did fine, but the um, yeah, just some of his distribution was pretty off. He put one out of play after about ten minutes, just kicked one in, into the west stand, and it didn't get I much better after that. There was one that he just gave to Everton. Uh, mm. Was that in the second half? I can't remember. Yes. Although I think Urense did the same in the first half as well. I think again, given he's playing behind Urense, you've got to just kind of excuse him. He's yeah, kind of... yeah. Just to, uh, just to return to the the Huang chat that a little bit of elaboration that's uh, been tweeted out by the various journalists. Joe Donoghue is saying that he's been on the list since the start of the window as well. So somebody that they might be interested in. So, that, I mean, that's, it's, as, it's as direct a challenge to the board as you're ever going to get, isn't it? That mm. Like, go sign me a player that is on the list that we'd like to have. Just pony up. Do Wolves still only have one striker, though? No, they signed the guy from Stuttgart, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Um, him and Ezzy's back fit, isn't he? So he's never well, <laughs> oh, yeah. in terms of man of the match if you are TSB plus member mm. um, you can rank them so if you look on the page where the um, the live stream is embedded um, on the website it's on there there's a button on there where you can score all the players and we are keeping a running total as well so um, we were mentioning mm. today weren't we actually if you want to go across to the episode of Propaganda the first half of it the lead half um, we are doing a, a sort of player of the year but rolling week to week based on the scores that you send in as well, so we can keep track of who's been good and who's been bad. Obviously, Rodrigo's not going to get any scores for a few weeks, by the looks of it. No. Do yeah. we put him down as, mark him down as one, or do we allow him to have uh, not be included? Not be included. You're not included. <laughs> yeah, the, the spreadsheet, the complex spreadsheet doesn't count. I think count. we should punish yeah. him for having a weak shoulder. <laughs> it didn't look like much of the challenge, though, did it? It just looked like a sort of shoulder-to-shoulder. Shoulder mate, mate who was watching it abroad suggested there was a bit of a shove in there, I think, from, um, from Pickford. If, let's assume there was. Pickford's only got tiny arms. How's he hurting? <laughs> He's got no, got no muscular strength in the upper arms, does he? Um, I think that just about wraps it up, doesn't it? Um, anything, Credit to Everton for having a worse away kit than us. The the pink wallpaper. Yeah, it looks awful. Oh, and it was mentioned that Neil's just tweeted us as well, saying that Cody obviously had the fake head injury again um, mm. up against Rodrigo. We know he's got a very fragile skull. Yeah. I mean, they've they've signed... They basically were very negative last year. They obviously lost Richarlison for doing some of the, some of the Amdram stuff. But then they've signed Tarkovsky and... Um, oh, Cody, who are two of the like biggest time wasters and sort of most experienced um, well, cheats. Should we say cheats? Should we go as far as cheats? In your opinion. He kind of is. To pretend your head is injured is kind of cheating. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've they've got a certain style of play. I, I'm interested to see how they do this season, Everton, because I don't think they look like a team with any ideas. He had them playing like that at the end of last season when they were just trying to scrape out results, but I kind of thought they might be a bit more ambitious this season. Mm. Well, they haven't got they haven't got our lofty eight point total, have they now? <laughs> well, they've got three. We are pathetic. Fifth. Yep. I'll take that now. But Fulham are sixth. And Southampton are seventh. These were all teams that were meant to be bad. But the division will settle down. Not for us, for them. We'll okay. be fine. They'll fall away. That's how it works, Michael. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, well, we will wrap it up there. Um, we've got more propaganda to come from this. 
Um, we're going to record that on Thursday. I'm losing all track of the days now because mm. the midweek games. Record that on Thursday as well as the weekly show. So we'll um, transfer deadline down Thursday. Oh, great! Should uh, we do a, a special tumble, down, tumbleweed show? Should we just stand till midnight? <laughs> we should, shouldn't we? Until the, the window slams. I'll wear shut. a yellow tie and we'll get all get all frothy <laughs> about it. Get you outside <laughs> Ellen Road. <laughs> Someone anything, bring a dildo any, down, whack me in the head with it. Any, anything happening, Michael? No. No. Right, back to the studio. <laughs> Could be a long evening. Uh, we will wrap it up there. Yeah, back with propaganda and the weekly show um, before the week is out and the Phil Hay show's coming as well. Um, so we'll so sp- much. We'll speak too much. Too much. We're too bloody good to you. We'll speak to you in a bit. The Match Ball. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.